the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning. Coming to you live from Studio 4 here in Columbus, Ohio, 98.9 FM, The Answer, The Bruce Woolley Show. I'm not Bruce. I'm Jack Windsor, Editor-in-Chief of the Ohio Press Network. I'm honored and uh, grateful to be filling in for the Bruce Woolley. Bruce, continue to get well, brother. We love you. We can't, uh, can't wait to have you back in this chair and behind the microphone. Oh, boy. We've got a show lined up today. Uh, well, let's start with something good. The Browns are in the playoffs. The Browns are in the playoffs. The Browns pulled it off last night. Bob, did you watch yeah, the game? Uh, no, I, I was at a, an event. I couldn't be. I couldn't watch it. Uh, by the way, if that voice sounds familiar. That's Bob Clegg. Uh, he's a strategist, and uh, he's going. He's here to help break down what we're going to talk about primarily. But the Browns got her done last night. Played uh, just out of their minds in the first half, and then in the second half relied on their defense. And and oh, by the way, they were minus their uh, receiver one. And then receiver number two went down during the game. And look, if you've played football in the last three decades and you are still in shape, start stretching, <laughs> start stretching, drink some water. The Browns need people. Um, I'm well, excited they, for they, they pulled Joe Flacco off the couch, you know, to play. And look, look, look how he's doing. He, he's, he's doing incredible. And he's playing loose. He's playing loose. He's making throws. Uh, okay, so that's the good news. Now, on to the concerning news. Um, Maine, the Secretary of State there, uh, who Bob tells me is an elected official, yes. we weren't sure if she was yep. appointed or elected, uh, has pulled Trump off the Republican primary ballot. Now, obviously, that is all contingent upon whether the Supreme Court of yes. the United States weighs in on the matter in Colorado, which they will. Which they will. And this main event that occurred yesterday will be even more reason why they're going to jump in on this, the U.S. Supreme Court. For sure. Because, I mean— with Colorado, you can at least make the argument that it was a court. It was the Supreme Court yes. of Colorado who was making the decision based on what they believed was. But here we have just some bureaucrat. Now, she may be elected, but she's a bureaucrat. We have one individual in a state that is deciding who gets to be on that ballot or not based on what she thinks was insurrection. Which he hasn't even been convicted of. So, I mean, that's going to make the U.S. Supreme Court really say, oh, wait a second, we got to stop this. Because guess what? I mean, we could have our Secretary of State, Frank LaRose, decide today, you know what? The border is a sieve. We have, you know, thousands of people crossing it. Uh, Joe Biden's not doing his job as president. Therefore, he can't be on our ballot here in Ohio. Oh, he's breaking the law. Yeah, he's breaking immigration law. So is Mayorkas. And yet we're supposed to be quiet about that. Uh, next week, I'll have someone on, by the way, uh, whose daughter uh, died because uh, of fentanyl that has, has has just found its way into just about everything in our country. 
And it's interesting, right? Uh, two things on that main thing, and then we're going to go to uh, Governor DeWine. But to me, um, <laughs> first of all, it's really interesting. Uh, the lady from Maine uh, who, who has removed Trump from the ballot, uh, some nice pictures of her with Joe Biden and uh, Barack Obama. Well, of course. <laughs> Bernie Marino said the radical Dem secretary of state in Maine is an actual threat to democracy. Team Biden will do anything to try to hold on to power. Uh, Shenabello said the fundamental right of every American citizen to vote freely, fairly, and to have their vote counted is the premise of our democracy. The Constitution and the Bill of Rights are not values to be compromised away. Uh, yet this secretary of state, who, again, seems to be in the in the bucket for uh, the Biden movement or the progressive movement, is uh, is is really trying to. You know, she's a puppet. Let's oh, just yeah. call it what, what it is. So that's interesting. But the other, the other interesting thing is is the rationale as well. You know, he's part of an insurrection. The people who are comfortable calling January 6th an insurrection, which, by the way, Trump didn't stay in the White House and bar Biden from coming in days later. Uh, Trump didn't overthrow the government and replace it with a, a proxy government. Uh, he left. And these same people are really angry that. Frank LaRose calls what's going on at our southern border an invasion. <laughs> I mean, you can't you can't logic with mad men and, and mad women. All right. Uh, Bob, we surmised yesterday that yeah. Governor DeWine was going to hold a presser today. And lo and behold, after you left, he announced a presser. And uh, I'm going to play about a minute clip okay. here. Uh, Governor DeWine today live at 1030 made his decision on House Bill 68. And uh, we're going to go to cut 17. The decision to move forward should only be reached if the child, the child's parents, and the medical team all agree that that is the right decision. Were I to sign House Bill 68, or were House Bill 68 to become law, Ohio would be saying that the state, that the government, knows better what is medically best for a child than the two people who love that child the most, the parents. So DeWine announcing his veto of House Bill 68. I thought it was – he was supporting uh, 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 the the Issue 1 amendment from this past November. That's the he argument. Uses, he's using the same argument that the pro-abort people use. <laughs> so I don't want to go down this rabbit hole too far, but you know, yesterday, all this week, I've been talking about radicals, elitists who uh, – because I said so. They don't have logic. Right. They have emotion. And in the lack of in the void of logic or facts, they look at you and say, it's just too nuanced. Bob, you can't understand. (laughs) This is so nuanced. Governor DeWine is 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 pro-life. And he says that the the government has a right to stand in the way of the woman and her decision to abort or not. But now he's saying the government doesn't. Doesn't. And let's go back to covid. Um, I'm going to paraphrase here. Governor DeWine for two years, do what I tell you, damn it. <laughs> I and the government know best. Yeah. And oh, by the way, if you don't want to take that jab, I'll give you a scholarship to an Ohio college and Fran will bake you a pie. <laughs> yeah. Selective government interference. That's what he's talking about. He wants government involved when he wants it involved, and then he doesn't want it involved when he doesn't want it involved. But you got to decide. You're, 
you, you got to have a philosophy of one way or the other. Come on. I think the thing that, that stuns me here, and then we're going to talk about he Now, to his – no, I'm not giving him any credit. Uh, he, he made three <laughs> points, and we'll, we'll, we'll cuss those and discuss those, lay those out. Uh, and, of course, by the way, we're taking your calls at 844-TALK-989. I know you want to weigh in. You're lighting up my social media news feed, so just pick up the phone and call. The thing that's really interesting to me, Bob, that he failed to discuss today, which makes me think that he is a puppet, puppet totally captured by Big Pharma and the medical industrial complex, is he didn't have the gall to say, hey, um, you know, social contagion is a thing. And when you look back on this curve, this explosion in gender identity crisis, you, you see you see drug companies pumping money into the trans movement. Uh, you see the medical industrial complex promoting it in the human rights campaign going around and creating a scoring system for hospitals and rewarding those that actually uh, look like they're involved in the LGBTQ plus activism and, and punishing those that don't. This is not an organic movement. It's not hundreds no. of thousands of kids in our country haven't woken up and gone, I feel like. I, I, I feel like a girl. I feel like a boy this morning. I feel like uh, whatever the words are. <laughs> and so the fact is we've shown that this movement is funded by the people set to profit from it. Drug makers who sell HIV drugs because HIV is prevalent in, in the sexual promiscuity in that area. Uh, drugs that chemically castrate. And, of course, the health systems that make bundles of money when – Body parts get cut off. He failed to mention that. Why do you think that is? Yeah. Well, Jack, as in all things in life, it gets down to one thing. Money. 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 It's money. Um, We'll lay these out real quick. We've got about a minute and a half. DeWine said no surgery should ever be performed on on a minor, anyone 18 or younger. Okay. I mean, then why didn't he sign the bill? (laughs) Well, because we need to... DeWine is part of that group, right? Like they, I, government knows, government shouldn't get in the way, but government knows better. I'm going to establish a commission. We're going, we're going, we're going to draft rules and requirements. That's that's a terrible. That's a terrible. Did he really say that? Yes, he said. Um, oh come on, it's going to get overridden, so we don't even need to do that. There's no comprehensive data. Today. And that's the other thing about this. He knows this is going to get overridden. This is all just for public consumption. It has nothing to do with what's going to happen. I disagree with you. And I'm glad you brought it up and I'm glad we disagree cuz we agree on everything yeah. else. Yeah. I don't think he's I don't think it's going to I don't think it's going to see the light of day on the floor. I think Jason Stevens uh, Jason Stevens is not the speaker. Allison Russo's the speaker. Oh. She's, well, she, well, let's get into that. Okay. I love to get into okay, that. Okay, we've got 30 seconds left. So, uh no uh, so he said there's no comprehensive data. So agencies will draft rules and requirements for reporting. So government's guy get bigger. We got to figure yeah. it out. And then he doesn't want any inadequate or illogical treatments. Um, and so they're going to outlaw and draft rules for these fly-by-night operations that would allow. <laughs> oh, but by the way, there's more. But we're going to have school-based health services. Oh, yeah, sure. That's scary. <laughs> hey, uh, we're breaking down uh, DeWine's lack of leadership on House Bill 68. Stay tuned for more. It's me. It's Bob Clegg coming back. Hey, welcome back. I'm not going to dither because we have a special guest in the house today, Bruce Hooley. Hello, welcome Jack. Back How are you? Show. He's in Hello, studio. Bob. How man. are you? Good. Good, Bruce. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I am uh, was in the neighborhood, had an appointment in the neighborhood, so I thought I'd stop in. Uh, was interested, of course, in the governor's decision 
Um, cannot say I'm surprised. Uh, someone who uh, exposed himself as anything but a conservative during COVID uh, shows himself to be um, just a fraud. As a conservative, as a Republican, as a devout Catholic, shows himself to be a fraud in everything that Mike DeWine has ever said he stood for. He has shown himself to be a complete, utter, cowardly fraud with this action today. Would you have extended him some respect if he would have come out and said, listen, um, parents, you need to parent and you need to play intermediary. You need to do the research and understand whether these treatments are effectual or ineffectual or dangerous. I've got to consider that. I've also got to grow the economy and, and I want to protect the revenue stream of our hospitals and drug manufacturers, I mean, if he came out and, and, and said exactly why he's doing it, would you have at least extended him some respect? Like, I well, I, I would respect honesty more than fraudulence, right? I guess, <laughs> but I mean, it would be a incremental amount of respect because it's the wrong decision. The governor of the state of Ohio, uh, in my view, has two duties: okay, to enact the will of the electorate, which this does not do. Nope. The will of the electorate is at least seventy-five percent against the action that he took today. And most importantly, it is to protect protect the citizenry of the state of Ohio, notably those who cannot protect themselves. And children's brains are not – every research out there will tell you children's brains are not fully developed until they're 25 years of age. That's right. We cannot dictate what they do between 18 and 25, of course, because they are adults. But we make laws all the time to do what Mike DeWine said he could not do today, which is to – Protect children from the whacked ideological demonic psychosis that is represented by the transgender movement. If am I to understand from his logic today that if someone like let's go back to the Elizabeth Smart kidnapping in Utah, Brian David Mitchell, who kidnaps an Elizabeth Smart and did so with the blessing of his wife, who was a prisoner of his whacked religious ideology. If there's a family in the state of Ohio where a father and a mother agree that the father can sleep with the daughter, are we bending to that parental superiority to common sense, propriety, and morality? Are we bending to that, Governor DeWine? Because the reasons that he gave for blessing the mutilation of children today could be applied to that extreme case that I just outlined and many, many others that we have myriad laws in the state of Ohio to outlaw. And I'll take it a step further. If that is the logic, which it's totally hypocritical to say the government shouldn't be involved, but yet I am pro-life and the government shouldn't be in law involved, but yet I governed like a Democrat during COVID. So he's, he's totally off there. He lost me there. But to your point, if the family has the right to make a decision, and by the way, when issue one passed, that child now as an individual has a right to, to control his or her reproductive freedom. Yeah. So well, he, how, how in the world can you step in the middle and say, no, you can't, you can't make your child a, a baby manufacturer. I mean, it's crazy. It is. And, and, and the governor said parents know best. Mm. So, I mean, given what Bruce just said, yeah, that could happen so here in Ohio. So any whacked yeah. ideology that a parent endorses – because in the words of Governor DeWine, he loves the, the parent loves the child more than the state does. The state is charged with, it is incumbent upon the state to step in and protect children. Yep. And, I mean, I would point people to the story you had this week from the advocate who 
would not fit any parameters of conservatism at all. Yep. Jamie. Yep. Yeah. Who you interviewed and who you wrote about and who saw firsthand the damage done by the transgender movement and the unscientific big pharma led uh, profiteering off the transgender movement and as it pertains to children. I, I, I would gotta, point people to that. I got a question for you guys. Mm-hmm. What happens in the – given what the governor said today, what happens in the situation where uh, a child's being uh, transitioned and then all of a sudden decides, oh, no, I don't think I want this. But the parent says, oh, yes, we're, we're going to continue on because we think it's best for you. What happens in that circumstance? I would argue that it, it's up to interpretation because we now have in our Constitution issue one, which says that that individual has a right to reproductive freedom. So to me, that individual, if this case were heard in, say, a blue area, that individual individual would be that minor. And the minor would have superior right over the parent or over the doctor. I mean, that's that that's how this could Shake out. Or what the governor said was the parent knows best what's for the child. Well, but I, I will tell you there are – when I talked to Jamie Reed last week, if you have not listened to that, go up on the site, pull it down. She said, look, we've had instances – and she provided receipts. There's an email where a mother said, look, I thought my son was going on this. He's now on eight drugs. He's lethargic. He's depressed. I want him off. And the clinic basically said, no, no, can't yeah, do that. No, you've ceded the authority to the clinic. I want to know, obviously, John Husted's political future is in flames today. That's why he got, tried to get in front of this last night with his uh, tweet tipping the hand of what DeWine would do today. Uh, I do give John Husted credit for uh, arguing with Mike DeWine effectively enough that we had high school sports during COVID. Um, but I'm curious as to whether you gentlemen think that Governor DeWine's veto will be overridden by the majorities that existed on this bill in the House and Senate. We've got a minute and a half. Bob, I want you to go first. Yeah, I I think it very well could be. I think the Senate will definitely do it. Um, The question in the House is going to be, since Jason Stevens is Speaker, how much influence is the Democrat uh, House leader, Alison Russo? He wouldn't be Speaker without all their support. Yeah, I mean, how much influence is she's going to have in this, uh, you know, override? If he doesn't bring it up, he will end his Speakership at the end of this year. However, he does risk, if he does bring it up, that she will call for a vote for speaker. So that could end immediately then. So he doesn't have any But I'm not choices. sure there's a better alternative from Allison Russo's perspective than Jason Stevens. No, it gets more conservative. Yeah. And yeah. so I don't know. I mean, he's been looking over his shoulder the entire speakership this, this last year. This is what a co-opted speakership looks like. And I think he's done. This I think is what a done. deal with the devil looks like. That's yeah. right. I think he's done. Here's why I think he's done. I think the Senate will pass it because I think Matt Huffman will be the next speaker. Yep. And they're going to put it in Jason Stevens' lap and go, it's your hot potato, bub. <laughs> now, now, now you do it. Yep. And if you don't do it, you're done with Republicans. If you do do it, you're done with Democrats. I think Jason Stevens' political future just ended today. I mean, we could only be so well, We lucky. know Mike DeWine's political legacy did. As he prefers it to be, it ended today. Amen to that. As well yep. it should. Hey, uh, we're back with Secretary of State LaRose right after the break. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.